God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks so much for joining me today. There are many detergents in the markets these days, all claiming to clean and remove stains from our clothes. I am currently using a new detergent to see if that is true, that it can remove the stains from my clothes. I have white work shirts that are no longer white and that are in desperate need of being cleaned. But the issue of clean clothes is one that is external. The true challenge in life is having our hearts and minds cleansed of the stains of sin and defeat and failure. As the old hymn asked the question and answered it, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Do you have problems with sin telling you you're a failure? Do you have a problem with the stains of your past telling you you can't change? Do you have problems moving forward away from your old self? If so, give a listen. In the Old Testament, sins were covered by the blood of animals. The children of Israel were reminded of their state of separation from God, a.k.a. sin, with the sacrifices made every morning and every evening in the tabernacle or temple. All that changed with the one-time sacrifice of Jesus. So if Jesus is the Lamb of God that takes away my sin, I should no longer have to deal with it myself. When Jesus was on the cross, his last words were, It is finished. The word translated finished in another place talks about a payment. It is paid. Isaiah 53 tells of what the Messiah would accomplish. He would pay the price for our sins. We pick it up in verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. In verse 10 it says, The Messiah would be made an offering for sin. And verse 11 says that the Lord would see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. Seeing the Messiah give his life, the Lord counted his sacrifice as payment for everyone's sin. And so as it says, My righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Jesus paid the price and took away my sins, therefore I have a clean slate. Do we see us or do we see Jesus? Can we see us only as he sees us? Do we, can we remember he freed us, forever cleansed us by his blood? Washed, deeply purged, I have a new slate. My old nature to me no longer dictates. The key to victory is with it not to debate. I am a new creation. My old me is dead. In the mirror, what nature do I face? Am I still a sinner saved by grace? Did not Jesus that nature replace and made me a saint, holy and clean? This is true. 
all things have become new. He gave his life, that new life to me he could endue. So no longer the sins of my past I must review. Sin no longer has a hold on me. I am free. There have been many movies about bad people getting hurt in an act of badness, and then waking up a while later with amnesia, not knowing who they are. Some of them change and become a whole new person. Without a memory of their past, they can begin anew and become whatever they choose. In many of these movies, the person with amnesia has either former accomplices or enemies that endeavor to remind them of how bad they are. But this person, blessed with amnesia, no longer associates with that past. They have a clean slate. We also have been given a clean slate. One verse that shows this is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Dear Lord, give us a case of renewed mind amnesia. I have prayed that a few times, but at times I'm still dealing with stuff because I allow myself to be deceived that anything of my past still exists. What I really need to do is stop allowing my old nature to dictate to me and to stop debating with it. It no longer exists. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Have you ever tried reasoning with a corpse and telling it to stop bothering you? Seems preposterous, but every time we fight with our old nature and the memories of her past, sin, and failures, we are doing just that. We need to remember that we have been cleansed and that old things are passed away. Consider what Jesus Christ accomplished for us in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. He purged our sins. This was the purpose of the life of Jesus. He was sent to pay the price for sin and bring us back into fellowship with the Father. Over and over again throughout the New Testament, it tells us that Jesus Christ conquered death and sin. In the shedding of his blood, he did not cover, but he completely purged, cleansed us from our sin. Again, this was the reason he was sent, and that he would accomplish this was established long ago. This is revealed in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus was our sacrificial lamb, and his death was foreseen of the Father from the foundation of the world. His one-time sacrifice for sin has freed us from sin and its consequences, which is sickness and death. Our problem is that we keep allowing our minds to be reminded of our sin. But Jesus took away the sin of the world. It's not just covered, it's cleansed, it's been destroyed, it no longer exists, unless we remember it. 
One thing I am endeavoring to do these days is, with any challenge in my mind, I simply remind myself I have a clean slate. There is no IOUs to Jesus or the Father, and there is nothing of my former self to deal with. The blood of Jesus has given me the ability to live as someone with amnesia of their past. We see this truth in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The problem in the Old Testament was with the constant sacrifices they were reminded all the time of their sin. The author of the book of Hebrews has a very serious question about the ability of the law to bring redemption and freedom from sin. We see that in chapter 10, verses 1 and 2. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins? We've been purged by the one-time offering of the blood of Jesus. Therefore, you need not have any conscience of sins. We must learn to live as new creations. We must learn to live that our old things have truly passed away, we must learn to live that all things have become new. You have a clean slate. What we do mentally will bring in either peace or anxiety. Are we bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ? Are we putting off the old and putting on the new? It's something I realized many, many years ago, is that you live between your ears. Everything starts with a thought. You think about something and make a decision about that something, and that decision determines whether you will make an action. If you repeat that action enough, it becomes a habit, and from your habits comes your character. If you have good habits, you will end up with a good character, and your character will then determine your destiny. And it all started with a thought. Are you thinking about what you think about? The Apostle Peter, in his second letter, gave instruction of qualities that we should add into our faith, and he spoke about their benefits and also mentions that if these benefits lacked, there was a problem with that saint. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins." Peter gave us a lot of homework in these verses. These qualities of virtue and knowledge and temperance and patience and godliness and brotherly kindness and charity 
should be in us and abound. To go into all these qualities and details is a whole other teaching by itself. It is the last verse in this section, verse 9, that I want to emphasize. But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. The only thing you need to remember about your old sins is that you were purged from them. You've been given a clean slate. Do not let the memory of your ill-fated past pull you away from your perfect relationship with the Father that Jesus paid the price for. Do not let those memories make you think you are stained and unworthy to be in the presence of your Heavenly Father and your Savior Jesus. As it says in Romans chapter 8, If God be for us, who can be against us? Remember, He's the one that started all this, and He knew everything about you before He made the heavens and the earth. There's nothing you have done or ever could do that would surprise Him, and He still called you to be His child, and He never makes mistakes. His love and grace and mercy are everlasting. He pulled you up out of the grave and gave you new life and a new identity in his son, Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead, it says when he came out of the tomb, he was still bound in the grave clothes. Jesus instructed those around him to loose him and let him free. You have been raised from the dead and you are no longer bound by the grave clothes. You have been loosed and set free. It's time to believe it and act like it. How do you see yourself? When King David was confronted by the prophet Nathan concerning his relationship with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband Uriah, David repented and confessed his sin before the Lord. This appears in Psalm 51. Throughout it, it mentions over and over again his transgression, iniquity, and sin. At one point, a couple of decades ago, I was confronted about pride in my life, and I was told to read this psalm. When I first read it, all I saw was my transgression and my iniquity and my sin, but then as I reread it, I came to realize David was crying out to God for him to clean him up. It starts with David asking God, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me throughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. How do you see yourself? All too often we get fixated on our wrongdoings and mistakes. All we see is our sin before us. Psalm 51 includes David's admission that he had sinned against God and him only. But the thing that he cries out to God for is help. Purge me, wash me, blot out my sin from before me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. David knew he needed the help of the Lord. He couldn't do it on his own. And God did. David was worthy of death. But because of his repentance and confession, God forgave him. Our cries were heard by God before we ever opened our mouth. He sent Jesus to be the one to wash us throughly 
from our iniquities and cleanse us from our sins and with Jesus it's permanent. God does not want us to be bound in the grave clothes. God wants us to be alive, loosed, and set free. He wants you to remember you have a clean slate with him.